0: On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know, when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing!
1: You could say that 10,000 times, and it know. still wouldn't be enough. It fires
0: me up, man. I love it. Say one more time. Shake it back! <laughs> Doesn't that feel good? Yeah. It
1: rhymes. Woo. They're both verbs. It's awesome.
0: To the non-believers. How did that... To all f- the non-believers. Especially you, Tom Jackson. Way to have our back, Keyshawn. Anybody can be beat. So how did that just feel? felt great. Poetic justice. We know we were a much better team than we came up and represented ourselves. And we were, we were pissed off. We were ready to come back and show us what type of defense, what type of team this was, what kind of character we had. We take a lot of slack. People gave us no chance, like we barely made it in playoffs. We're a good football team. It looks like this team played with anger all day. Why, Bart? For all you non-believers, disrespect us. Talk crap about the defense like we ain't the third best defense in the league. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. 25th in the league, and we don't want to get disrespected. Congratulations. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. How you feeling about the divisional round, Jay? Can't wait.
1: Love Bart Scott, man.
0: (laughs) Couldn't stop a nosebleed. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Third best defense so in the great. league the 25th best defense in the league.
0: Welcome back, folks, to the latest, greatest episode of the Shaving Points podcast. My name is Quentin Crisco. You can find me on Twitter
1: at Buckus Stats. I'm joined here with my co host, Jay. What's going on? I'm Jay. You can uh, find me on Twitter at JMay56. Follow us on Instagram at ShavingPoints. Twitter at shaving underscore PTS underscore pod. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch at shaving points, the Reddit at shaving points, um, Facebook, Instagram, every social media platform. We're there. Give us a follow, interact with us, comment on our stuff. Tell us that we suck at picking games because we're well aware and uh, <laughs> we like the back and forth. Absolutely.
0: So how'd you do last week, Jay? How how the wild card round treat you?
1: So I uh, said I was gonna go perfect, and I was, I damn near went perfect. I went one in five, uh, <laughs> not good. Down four units. Uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. Yeah. I did uh, fade myself on the Chiefs game, so I ended up putting some good money on that. Put three units on that to counteract my one unit bet on the Steelers. And then as soon as the game started, the Steelers got a scoop and score by. Mr. Mr. Watt, and I immediately thought I was going to regret that decision, even fading myself. I thought I couldn't do anything right, but all in all, not too bad. Uh, I did give out some plays on UFC that went two and one. They were both plus 200, so I had a half unit on both of those, so that put me at two units. So, ended up the weekend pretty all right when it was all said and done, but yeah, not, not great for the record, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I know I went... Went two and four on NFL. My two unit play hit, Sorry, I was down a little over a unit overall. Um, but let's just recap that real quick. What'd you see in that that Raiders Bengals game?
1: So the Raiders were the team that wouldn't die all year. They were you. It couldn't really explain them. They were they were always in it, but they always just pulled the game out of their ass at the end of the game. And felt like it was going to happen again. They get the ball, they drive it down the field. There's 36 seconds left and they spike it on first and goal, which didn't make any sense because they had enough time to run the ball. if They wanted to, uh, they ended up spiking it, uh, throw three passes at the end zone. Don't get it. And there's still 18 seconds on the clock. Uh, so that, that was wild to me. I, I had the Raiders in that game at plus seven and a half. And, no, plus six and a half. And was the lost, it spread that big? Yeah, six and a half. Oh, wow. I didn't remember it being that big. And they lost by seven. I, I missed it by a half point. So that absolutely you gotta broke. Gotta get heart. the better of the
0: line, man. You gotta get the better of the number.
1: Well, I think it closed at plus five. I, I got the best yeah. of the number. I just was on the wrong side of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. Um, I actually, had, I actually had the under in that game, and that worked out for me. But I didn't give it at last minute. I nixed it from putting it on the pod last week because I thought it could have gone either way. And I mean, it was close. It was only I only got the under by like three points, I think, or something. So but. many field goals.
1: So many field goals. <laughs> yeah. I think, there was, I think there was six field goals in the game. Yeah, there were a ton in the play.
0: first half.
1: Yeah, Raiders, it was like, Raiders, it, Raiders kicked four by themselves
0: yeah then let's see next up we had the Patriots Bills that one did not work out for me taking the Patriots
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) the Bills just
0: blew their doors off
1: that was my only winner and I did I did double down on the Bills before the game too so I I think money-wise I actually ended up being up on the weekend because right before the game started I doubled up on the Bills I just had a feeling that they were gonna they were going to exercise that demon of the Patriots that has been haunting them for the past 30 years. And boy, did they ever, uh, first team in history, playoff history, or it may be NFL history that didn't kick a field goal, punt or turn the ball over yeah. once in a single game. Perfect day, Perfect seven, day. Dry, seven drives, seven touchdowns. And then technically had eight drives and, they kneeled it out on the end. Mitch Trubisky came in. Uh the closer. With, with the team on his back and finished them out. Like I I don't know if Josh Allen could have finished out that game like Mitch Trubisky did. Uh he looked damn he's,
0: good. He's, he's a modern day Mariano Rivera, you know. Yeah, he looked
1: he looked damn good coming <laughs> in there and get getting that save and making sure the Patriots didn't come back. So uh in and, and my in and my record book, Mitch gets that win because I don't know if they I don't know if they finish it out if if Allen stays in the game. So you're preaching man. to the choir, man. Mitch Trubisky, congrats on the big win. Uh no, just yeah. an absolute shit pumping of of the Patriots. Uh feels like the dynasty's over. Bill Belichick is probably his worst performance since maybe his days in Cleveland in a game. Uh, Bill's look damn good though. Yeah, Mac Mac Jones just looks so limited. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't really matter whenever the other team scores it. Yeah, off. Tom Brady yeah, would no, love that game.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't doubt the will of Tom Brady. But
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Speaking, of, speaking Brady, Brady of Brady,
0: <laughs> Speaking of Brady, next up we had the Eagles who went down to Tampa. And I loved that one. I, I, that bet hit for me. I, I had Tampa minus eight and a half. And I, I never I, doubted that one.
1: I hated the Eagles all year. If you go back and listen to the <laughs> podcast, I said the Eagles are a bad team. And I, I was so much against the Eagles all year that I convinced myself to take them in this game, which was an absolute joke, like a mistake. They just got ran out of the building. Like, there was really no good games this weekend. No. they just absolutely got pummeled and yeah Eagles are bad They hey, luckily, the Eagles they might have the might hit the knockout
0: shot on Tampa though they might have hit the yeah, knockout shot on Tampa got a lot
1: of injuries on yeah. that
0: team um, then we had Dallas and San Fran that game was just miserable to watch just miserable
1: Dallas played over the weekend
0: Yeah, yeah were, were you not aware
1: no, I, I was thinking we didn't make the playoffs, uh, no, but we might as well have not made the playoffs. That was absolute terrible performance. They didn't show up. I, I talked about it last week on the pod. I thought they would win easily, and I thought they would cover. My only concern was if they didn't show up early in the game, and that's exactly what happened. They didn't show up early in the game. And then Jimmy Garoppolo was trying
0: to give Dallas the game, too.
1: Like, yeah, it felt like towards the end of the game, it was just one of those where, like, both teams, neither team was doing anything to win the game. They both just were – neither team looked good. Dallas had the chance to score at the end of the game uh, before the whole, like – before the QB draw and everything, I'm talking – when they still had their three timeouts and like two minutes and 40 seconds left. And then they get a holding penalty and then they get a false start. And then all of a sudden it's third and 15. And yeah. it's just like, it's just it was a complete blow And then up. they have three timeouts getting the, or the, all they need to do is stop the 49ers. And on second down, we get a four yard loss and we got a defensive holding put pl- defensive holding call on a run play, which is absolutely just backbreaking <laughs> because that was, that was
0: Randy Gregory, right? It was just like, yeah, he, tackled was Randy, the guy. Yeah, he tackled
1: the guy and the guy was, the guy was like out of the play. He wasn't going yeah. to like, it was so bad. Everything went bad. Then the whole Debo Samuel sweep around the corner and then he was like an inch short and then they were going to go for it. Then they had a false start and then we got the ball back. And then we get to the 40 with 18 seconds left. And I'm like, holy shit, we might have a shot at this. And then as soon as the play snapped, I'm like, my very first thought was like, are they going to run the ball here? And then Dak just takes off. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like screaming at my screen, like television. I'm like, go down, go down. And he's running. And then like, well, it's just you know, like the logic behind you know. that play
0: was just like, what, what's the logic there? Like, even if you yeah. get the first down, it's like, you're not going to have time for four you more plays.
1: One, yeah. You get your, you give yourself one shot. The clock was, it was a dead ball before the play stopped. So logically you have four passing opportunities before that play starts from the 40. It's not like yeah. you're, you're like you have to go 40 yards in 18 seconds with four plays. Yeah. Instead, you hamstring yourself and like maybe we get to the 30 and what's the di- what, what what difference does 10 yards make from the 40 yeah. to the 30 on one play? It it didn't make sense. And the worst thing about it is that you can't even blame the refs because like I don't remember any penalty that was that I immediately thought, "Oh, that's a bad call." Like everything like, that I saw was like, "Oh yeah. yeah, that was a mistake." Yeah, we did that. Um, it, it was it was rough. It was bad. It was terrible. It was every. It was it was something I knew that could happen, but deep down in my heart of hearts, I did not think it would happen. I really thought it would be different. It's not different. Life of Cowboys fan is just pure misery. <laughs> we're almost we're almost good every year. We should be good every year, and we're just not. I would rather be the Jets at this point. I would rather just go into the season knowing I'm going to be bad, get my ass beat every week, and at least be able to say, like, we have a good rookie quarterback every four years when we draft a new one. Because this whole cycle of being the number one offense in the NFL with the defense with the number one, like, number one in uh, turnovers, like, what are we doing? What are we doing, guys? And, I see all sorts of Cowboys fans on Facebook that are just so uneducated, talking about how it's Jerry Jones' fault. Like Jerry Jones is probably the best thing about the Dallas Cowboys right now. Like he's the general manager. The roster is phenomenal. Like that, and they'll, don't even get me started on Kellen Moore. Like I thought he was going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know a team that would hire Kellen Moore right now. I wouldn't. Yeah, like his Moore prospects
0: really tanked. Really tanked as far like, as like coaching
1: jobs. So much wrong. And like the defense looked all right. I mean, they got their ass up on that first drive, but they ended up being decent after that. Yeah. But like, there's never getting wrong. taken for a ride in the run blocking early yeah. on. And then they, they, they
0: shorted up. They shorted up later in the game. But yeah, it's it like that first those first two drives. It was just like, I, I was texting you being like, why, why is Quinn staying in such a light personnel? when they're just saying, as long as you're in this personnel, we're just going to pound it up the middle over and over and over.
1: Yeah. There's just so much wrong with it. Uh, Just another year of false hope and promise by the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, And anybody who gives anybody who talks shit on Dallas Cowboy fans, like just know that it, we, we know it's, it's heartbreaking. Like I, you talking shit to us means nothing because like they break our heart way more than your words ever could. So any for any of the haters out there that like think they're saying something like, Oh, y'all haven't done anything since the nineties, like we're very well aware. Very well aware. But uh I'm I'm pretty sure Dallas can win the Super Bowl next year. So
0: uh,
1: <laughs> Super Bowl season back on next year, baby.
0: Ready to get hurt again. Oh, Rock and good, roll. Man. All right. Then we had Steelers and KC, which my my first half cover came in for KC after making me nervous for a little bit, but I, I had the first half, KC minus seven,
1: Five two units. Five touchdowns happy. and five minutes worth of game time by Patrick yeah. Mahomes. That's incredible. Man's incredible. Man's just yeah. incredible. Yeah, Fat Pat and the Boys uh started slow and then they got hot 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 <laughs> and they could not be stopped. I really uh so I mentioned earlier, but um yeah, I had I had Pittsburgh originally and then I was having such a bad weekend. I put three units on the Chiefs, and when Watt got that fumble recovery, I was I was beside myself thinking I will never win a bet again. <laughs> and then I got up, took a shower, and came back, and it was fourteen seven. And then I was like, "Okay, we're looking good. Let's go." And then I got up again for some—I can't remember—maybe to go feed the child or something like that. And I came back, and it was twenty-eight seven. I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> like- Just—I so, know. I so I, I wasn't
0: watching that game even. I was just like looking at the score here and there. And I was like, "Okay." Casey's up by seven. At least I'll get a push because the the first half spread was minus seven. I was like, okay, a yeah. push, whatever, it'll be fine. And then I check back later in like the fourth quarter. I go look at the box score from the first half. I was like, how did they do that?
1: Yeah, it made Yeah, uh, just incredible. Fat Pat is a wagon right now, and uh, I cannot wait for that game next week. But. Yeah.
0: And the last one we had Cardinals Rams, which was not worth anyone's time.
1: Yeah, not a lot to say there. Rams beat the piss out of them. Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals would show up. They did not. Uh, Kyle, uh, there. Kyler didn't complete a pass until like the second quarter, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. Mm. It was it was bad. It was. Cliff uh, was on the hot seat when the season started. Then they got rolling and then everybody was talking about him for coach of the year. And I think he ended the seat end of the year on the hot seat. If he doesn't get fired. Um, Yeah. So that's a strange situation going on there with Kingsbury. And uh, if you want to look at some incredible uh, mediocre stats, Cliff Kingsbury is one game over 500 in the NFL and four games under 500 in college. So yeah, he is what his resume is. He's a 500 coach. Uh, I don't know how anybody can argue to that at this point.
0: So I saw some arguments being made earlier this year about how, like, his teams going back to his college days are always first half of the season teams. And I just – I don't buy it for the college days because, like, you look at the schedules that he had at Tech, it's they weren't first oh, half yeah. of the season. They just had cupcake schedules for the first four or five games every year.
1: Yeah, and – yeah, they started they were showing like a bunch of five and and0 games. I'm like, four of those were FCS teams. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we got Kansas. <laughs> cupcake takes offense to our cupcake schedule. Oh, I'm sorry, cupcake. To be fair, we would have won state in high school if the coach would have put cupcake in at defensive tackle. He was five foot eight inches of 180 pounds of fury down there on that <laughs> D line unstoppable that's not a cupcake i want to mess with no 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 it's more <laughs> like a firecracker it, it, jpp style out there <laughs> all right what do, we, there. what do we got for tweet of the week all right tweet of the week this week you want to pull it up for us cupcake is brought to us by bobby belt at bobby belt tx it's gone it's back. Mac Jones trying to listen to Josh McDaniels, but too fascinated looking at his own breath. And this is one—if you're watching the YouTube, you can see it. But it is it is <laughs> hilarious because Josh uh, Josh McDaniels may or may not be talking to him directly. I don't know, but it looks like he is, and he's like trying to show him something on the iPad. And Mac Jones is just breathing, and he sees the smoke or the his breath yeah he sees his breath coming out and then all of a sudden he turns the other way and breathes again you can just just literally turns you can just just see his eyes just looking at himself breathe like this is the coolest thing in the world like southern boy never been in cold enough temperatures to see his breath before and it's it's a hilarious video and it's only seven (laughs) nothing at that point so like they're still in the game this wasn't when it was like 146 to three or nothing. Like they're still very much in this game in the first quarter and he's just over there watching his breath. So yeah, great, great tweet, great video. Uh, I laughed very, very hard when I saw that on Twitter. And there are some other nominations on there. Anybody that's been on Twitter this week can kind of assume uh, what I'm talking about. But if, if you haven't been on Twitter, uh, you really missed uh, a doozy of a week. <laughs> It has been a doozy. All right. With that, I believe we need to pause for an ad. Support for the Shaving Points podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer. The lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Practically giving these things away. And you can get that at manscaped.com using the code shaving points at checkout. 20% off and free shipping with the code shaving points at checkout. And let me tell you this. This isn't a razor that you shave your face with. I know everybody has the clippers they shave their face with. But if you've ever had clippers and you go to shave your face, you get pubes on your mouth. That shit sucks. This is designed specifically for your dick and balls, boys. And I'll tell you what, it is clean. It is pristine. It makes the most perfect, elegant place below the waist. I'll tell you what, we're going into a new year and you don't want to go to the new year with hairy balls. And the one way to avoid that is going to manscaped.com and using the code shaving points at checkout, get you 20% off and free shipping anywhere in the world. It's a deal that you can't pass up. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use the code shaving points at checkout and you'll thank me later. Manscaped.com.
0: You can thank us later. All right. Let's jump in. Divisional yep. round. Can't wait. Yes, Joe Burrow is taking those Bengals, riding the Tiger, into Tennessee to take on Zach Taylor's old apprentice, Ryan Tannehill, yes. and the Tennessee Derrick
1: Henrys. What do you got yeah. here? So, Joe Burrow is the coolest man in the NFL. You know Joe Burrow uses Manscaped. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about that in my life, and I, I'm sure he used the code shaving points to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. But Joe Burrow shows up in big games. Uh, I was talking earlier. They they almost gave that game away to the Raiders. I don't think it happens this week. I got Cincinnati money line plus 155 in this game. I love this Cincy team. I love Joe Burrow. He, he's the coolest person in the world, and Ryan Tannehill's a nerd from big spring. So <laughs> I, I love Cincy in this spot. I even if Derrick Henry's back, I don't know at what capacity he's going to be. If Derrick Henry is one hundred percent, this makes me a little bit nervous. But if he's not one hundred percent in this game, I love 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 Cincy. Give me the money line. Give me that juice. I, I love Cincy in this game to go to the AFC championship.
0: So, man, I want to bet Cincy. I really do. But Tennessee's a bunch of bullies, man. Yeah, they they are, are bullies. And I think they are going to bully the Bengals on Sunday. I think they're going to be like Bart Scott just barking at them all game long. These guys are like just – they're dogs. They're they dogs. want to win. Their coach, Mike Rabel, is very clear about how much he wants to win a Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: yeah, they'd really a pick-off to win a Super Bowl.
0: Yep. Um, so he didn't do so it anyway. He already has two kids. I kind of throw the analytics out on this one a little bit. I do it in the playoffs in general to a degree. Um, all three models like Cincy – I want to like Cincy that strength of schedule difference here is notable since he's played the, what, the third easiest schedule in the NFL. He's yep. played a middle of the road schedule, pretty much average. Um, if Derrick Henry wasn't back, I might be betting Cincy here, but because he's back and just because I think the attitude that the Titans are going to come out with in this game at home I, I, I'm, bet, I'm betting the Titans to cover. I hate this number. I hate yeah. this number. But I'm taking it because you buy the half point. You lose so much on this one. Um, yeah.
1: So, I agree with everything you're saying. I wanted to like Tennessee in this game. I would have loved Tennessee in this game versus the Raiders. But I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a dog, man. And I just... I, I think this is Joe Burrow's coming out party, um, and I think he gets it done. Uh, I do. I do love that Titans team though. That defense get after you. They're not great, but like they just hit you, and they make yeah, like the they're not. Great.
0: They're this talented unit, but they make you feel everything on both sides yeah, of the ball.
1: They um, really do. And that offensive line's looking good. Uh, I don't know. Is AJ is AJ Brown and Julio both playing?
0: Yeah, I think they're
1: both back. Okay, so they're going to be at full strength for, what, the first time probably all all year, really? Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't have – That was part of my
0: consideration too. If they were out, I wasn't going to bet it, but
1: because they're both here. They're they're not getting respected here. Uh, All the money's coming in, like all the sharp money is coming in on Tennessee. The public likes Tennessee. So they're finally starting to get that respect, but when everybody was doubting them all year, when they had that dog mentality, is when they played their best football. So we'll see what it looks like whenever whenever they're the big dog sitting on top. Uh, see if they can still scrum up that underdog mentality. But everybody loves Tennessee. It looks like this weekend. Uh, yeah, I but, do see. I do think three and a half is a slight to Tennessee as the number
0: one seed here. Like, I really do. I mean I, I, think, I think it's, it's I, think it I personally really think it's well. a fair number but like I think as the number 1 seed you're saying at a neutral site this is a half point like I I don't know
1: yeah. and well I think if this game was in Cincinnati Tennessee should have been bigger favorites yeah <laughs> Cincinnati has uh even other than out outdoor team in the in the like Midwest, like they have the vibes of a team that plays indoors. Yeah, <laughs> and Tennessee, I don't know. Outside. So I just that's I get what, this feeling. Called,
0: but... I just get this feeling with Cincy that like they're such a young team, and so like they haven't been here, they haven't felt the pain from it. Tennessee's felt the pain of it, pain of losing here multiple times. And I think that's going to give a little extra to them.
1: Yeah, or they'll just experience it. I don't know. I'm probably dead wrong. I mean, I went one in five last week, so um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't far behind you. <laughs> don't, don't trust everything I say. But no, nah, I love Joe Burrow, man. And yeah, uh, that that season he had at LSU will be one I'll never forget. And if he if he turns into the worst qu- quarterback of all time, I'll still be sitting here being like Joe Burrow, big big game Joe, like. Pull out them cigars at the end of the game, man. Like, I, I don't think. I mean, I bet against Joe Burrow last week, and he absolutely, uh, yeah, that that kicked me in the ass. So, let me, let me put.
0: Uh, I guess this is the way I'd put it. If since he starts kicking field goals in the first quarter, this game's over. It's the way I see it. If they're not, if they're not punching yeah. red zone opportunities in, I think Tennessee's going to take this game over.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would. I would say it depends more on Tennessee's offense than Cincinnati kicking field goals because when you got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, you can kick three early field goals and then score three touchdowns and three drives really quickly out of nowhere. I think. I think it really depends more on Tennessee being able to control the time of possession, control the clock. Yeah, so that's really what I'm
0: saying. Like, if Tennessee can get a lead early in the game, they're not going to let you yeah. control the clock. Like, they're they're going to dictate yeah, if, the game it, from there. If Tennessee
1: jumps out to, like, a 14-point lead or something and Cincinnati starts kicking field goals, I see what you're saying. But if it's a close game and Cincinnati is settling for field goals, I don't think that hurts them in the slightest because they have, they have the playmakers. They have the talent to score from anywhere on the field. Joe Mixon is – a monster. Uh, they have three really good receivers. They have a good tight end. They have a little bit below average offensive line, but all they have to do is be good enough. Like,
0: I think Vrabel's going to bring the heat at Burrow in that
1: O-line. I think he will too. Uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I, don't, I just something about Joe Burrow and big games, man. Oh, I feel you. I love, I love me some Burrow. Under him. We'll, we'll get to the, the Chiefs-Bills game here in a minute, McLeese. McLeese's
0: got some good questions. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. Next up here, the hobbled Jimmy Garoppolo going up to the frozen tundra in Green Bay to take on COVID toe himself, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. What do you got?
1: Okay, so on this one, I'm hoping both teams just lose and the Cowboys have to replace <laughs> them to go on to the NFC Championship. No. Um, 49ers aren't good. Nothing they did in the Dallas game made me think they were good. Um, they are Dude, well coached. that uh,
0: underthrown ball to Iuke, like, killed me.
1: Yeah. The, uh, Watching it loud was like, that was a touchdown if he just yeah, put it where Diggs, it should have been. Diggs tried to jump the route and got burned on a old yeah, move. No. Yeah, uh Jimmy G he he made some throws early in that game that was like, Oh damn, Jimmy G's gonna be balling today, and then he just decided he wasn't gonna be balling. he's um, hurt. He is banged up. Yeah, I don't I don't really trust. I mean, maybe we'll see Trey Lance for Jordan Love in this game for some reason. Like maybe Aaron Rodgers Kobe Toe <laughs> falls off and then Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy G can't go. I I would love to see that. Give me Jordan. So would Ball. I <laughs> Give me the Jordan Love game. Uh would we'll, we'll absolutely love to see it. No, but uh yeah, nothing about the 49ers impressed me last week. I'm taking the Packers here to cover by six. Green Bay at home. They're getting healthy. They're getting all their guys back. I hate Green Bay. I hope they I hope they lose an AFC or NFC championship because I don't see them losing this week. Um I'm yeah. with you. I mean I hate
0: the Packers so much. I hate the Packers a ton. I got them at minus six here. Um Looks like the, the line moved to minus 5.5 today. I'm not sure if that's stuck or not.
1: Um, I got it at 3 o'clock today at 6. So.
0: Okay. All three models say San Fran's the pick here. I just don't agree, so I'm not using it. Um You look at the cash, it's almost a 50-50
1: split. When you look at um, the history of these teams where uh, San Fran's gone into Green Bay and beat them before, embarrassed them before. Aaron Rodgers is a grudge guy, I feel like. Well, and those were different San Fran. Like, this team is
0: not that team.
1: Oh, oh no. I know, But, I mean, to Aaron Rodgers, it's still San Francisco. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're still the team who took Alex Smith instead of him.
1: <laughs> and they're still the team that walked in there with Colin Kaepernick and put up 500 yards of offense and absolutely dog walked no. you up and down the field and killed one of your best seasons in franchise history with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I th- I think
0: Green Bay is going to just dominate them. Um, because like w- like we were saying last week, and I I had heartburn over last week's Dallas game just because like we talked so much about this, but I just I think don't that think San Fran that good. I just no, I, I don't. don't think they're that good either, and. They're well coached, and they yeah, have they have a cool. few
1: marquee players. But like, yeah, Debo Samuel is very freaking good. Brandon Ayuk is very freaking good. Yeah. They can run the ball. They have Trent Williams, who's probably the best left tackle in the league. Like, they got some dudes on that team. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a dude. No, and you can't go in there without a dude and beat Aaron Rodgers. Well, their at home defense, defense I don't know.
0: Bosa is banged up. He's questionable. He's still in concussion protocol. Which means he'll probably he'll probably end up playing. I, I would, that's usually how that goes. But um, Fred Warner got dinged last week too. I don't I don't remember if he where he is in the injury report. He's, I'm sure he's questionable. But those are their two best defensive players, and outside of those two, there's not a ton that scares me on their defense. Armstead is quality, but I mean I don't think he's a stud.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. 49ers are a good team. They've had a good season. I think this is where it comes to an end. Yeah. Um that Dallas game, that was Dallas shitting down their leg more than it was of San Fran going out there and winning that game. Because like I said, San Fran tried to lose that game six different times and the Cowboys just refused to <laughs> refuse to win.
0: Um Dude, all I would say in that whole second half is was just Shanahan's doing it again.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got Shanahan versus McCarthy in a situation like <laughs> What happens when the very movable force runs into like the very movable object or whatever the, the saying <laughs> is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just ugly.
0: And I just, if, the most, if like, Jimmy like, G is only like desert. 50% out there, Green Bay gets after the passer too. You don't sleep on their pass rush. Rashawn I mean, Gary's very, had a hell of a year. Zadarius Smith is back. Like yeah, Kenny Smith Clark is back. still one of the best nose tackles in the NFL. They're
1: getting Jair, Jair Alexander. Jair should be healthy and good yeah. to go. Um, Bakhtiari is officially back. I don't know if it, did he end up playing like week sixteen or seventeen. I wouldn't years?
0: be surprised just to find his feet if he did. Okay. I, I didn't. Okay. I don't remember.
1: I know he was activated. I I, couldn't, I don't know if he ever played or not, but yeah. he's one of the best tackles in the league. Uh, they got a. They have a beast of a running back whenever he wants to go, and uh, a guy who's having in his second year with thighs bigger than Dude, oak trees.
0: I'm still so mad that they got him in the draft. He was one of my favorite players in that class. <laughs> and yeah. A.J. Dillon is just a monster.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, everybody in Green Bay was mad because he wasn't a pass-catching running back and they're like, are we not going to get Aaron Rodgers' weapons? <laughs> like, Green, Green Bay fans are
0: like... They're the most spoiled fans in the NFL. They don't even know what it's like outside of like having
1: Hall of Fame quarterbacks all the time. People talk about Dallas as being bad fans like Green Bay fans are the absolute worst. Like they, They're just so freaking spoiled. and In a city that like if they don't get lucky and draft a Hall of Fame quarterback, that that franchise is going to be an absolute dumpster fire. Like, nobody wants to play there. Nobody wants to coach it's there. It's like
0: putting an NFL team in Odessa. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah, but at least it's warm. <laughs> yeah. And Odessa's like twice the size of Green Bay. <laughs> Probably. Like, it's... It's it, it, I mean, I just I can't stand Green Bay fans. Not like Green Bay fans don't even like the Packers. They just hate the Cowboys, and it just pisses me off. Yeah, I don't even think about the Bears. <laughs> yeah, they're just uh, and people want to talk about Cowboys being an easy division. Like that division has been Green Bay for the past decade and a half, other than a, a couple of pop ups here and there by the Bears and like one good Kirk Cousins season, or was that? uh did, no, that was that was
0: that was your guy. That was Case Keenum.
1: did they win the division that year? Yeah. I couldn't remember if they ended up winning. Yeah, because they were a one seed, weren't they? Or two seed? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. they're one. Keenum. Yeah, you need a kid from Abilene, Texas, to go up there to the frozen tundra to win you the division. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I hate the Packers. They're gonna win this game. They're gonna destroy Me the party.
0: You know one bye. thing
1: I've learned though.
0: Every time I bet on the Packers when they should cover. They just hate me. They just want me to suffer, and they like well, don't cover by two points.
1: Well, I have two units on them, so they're either going to make me money <laughs> or they're going to lose. So yeah. Well, no, actually, worst case scenario is what they win but don't cover, and then that would really freaking piss me off. But all right. Well, next yeah, I got up here, I got, I got two units on that game. Two units.
0: Uh, I got one unit on the Packers. So next up here. We got the L.A. Rams, Detroit, Matt, taking those Rams
1: down to
0: Tampa Bay to take on Tampa Brady, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers,
1: and their three head coaches. What do you got? Yeah, so the Rams looked damn good in that first week. Sean McVay's got this team rolling. That defense is humming. Aaron Donald is the best player in the league. Uh, Adele Beckham Jr., like, newsflash, maybe he's not that bad. Maybe his dad was right and we were all stupid. Uh, Buccaneers got a little beat up by the. I, w- I was watching that Buccaneers game and the Eagles or listening to it and everybody just kept going down on the Bucks, And I was like, man, this is looking good for the Cowboys. We're going to go in Tampa next week. We're going to win that game. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we did not. Uh, And instead we have the Rams going to play Tampa. And I think the Rams win this game. Uh, I like the way they're going. Cam Akers looks phenomenal. How he came back this quickly from an Achilles. uh, Modern medicine today is just ridiculous. Um, But yeah, I like the Rams here. Give me the Rams plus three. Maybe even sprinkle that money line a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think they go into this game. I think they win, but I'm I'm taking the plus three just because it's Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're gonna see Rams Packers in the NFC Championship, and you're gonna see Matt Stafford versus old foe and Aaron Rodgers uh, squaring off in uh, in Lambeau, and it should be should be a good one. So I can't argue with your logic.
0: I think you make good points. I think it's a good bet but you're giving me Tom Brady. Tom Brady three points. I'm taking it. Um, Brady's not getting three points. He's laying three points. They're laying three points. yeah. Uh, you get, you're telling me Tom Brady's only gonna win by three. Uh, I just I like
1: the math there. Um, and the, the thing I hate the most about this pick taking the Rams here is that the Rams already beat the Buccaneers earlier in the season. And Tom Brady, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers being a grudge guy. Tom Brady is like the ultimate grudge guy. I think he would have put up seventy-five on the on Philly if his coach would have let him. Um, he still remembers that Super Bowl. Touches Terry on Tom, Tom B. B. I don't know we'll if the go, I don't know what the line is. I would say three and a half, and I would take the under I think, three and 10. a half. Wow, that's low. You think that's low? That all line's been good. Without their left tackle?
0: Did Tristan Wirfs go down? Yeah, Wirfs is down, and Ryan oh. Jensen's banged up. So Aaron oh. Donald's got some banged up some yeah, stuff to would, work with up the middle.
1: Yeah, if, if they're missing their center and left tackle, I'd move that bet to seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I was sure going to say around eight, so that,
1: that, feels, that feels more right. But I, I don't know, man. I mean – Maybe it was a Patriot thing, maybe it's a Tom Brady thing, but every time like something like this happens, you're like, Oh, they're gonna be able to get pressure on Tom Brady. You get to the fourth quarter and nobody's even like sniffed him because he gets like they'll be like, Oh, Tom Brady's got the ball out on an average of one point three seconds all game. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Um, Gio Bernard's gonna get some catches, I would I would think this week.
1: Yeah. When's um Gio Giovanni So Bernard?
0: this is this is the weakest I feel of all my bets this week, like, I was really on the fence on this one just because you're telling me Ryan Jensen's banged up, Aaron Donald's coming from up the middle, Bob Miller's attacking the edge where Tristan Wirfs is either out or banged up. Like, there's there's a lot of opportunity for their defense there. But what really ends up being the difference maker for me is um, Tampa Bay defense going up against Detroit Matt. I mean, I think Stafford's going to make a few mistakes in this game, and yeah, especially with the Rams traveling all the way across the country for this, going into hundred degrees. I mean, I know LA's warm, but like, or not maybe not hundred in Tampa, whatever it is, eighties. But the humidity there is different. Yeah, I think it's going to be
1: a little bit more swampy in, in Florida. But I don't, yeah. think, I don't think the weather will be a big factor here. I think. I mean, you're taking Matt Stafford, who's won one playoff game in his career, versus Tom Brady, who is going for his 37th playoff win, and yeah. the next closest to him is Joe Montana with 16. <laughs> like Tom Brady has more playoff wins than most franchises have playoff wins. Yeah, really.
0: I mean, for me, more more so than anything, this game comes down to me – to top bulls against Matt Stafford, I, I, I like bulls' chances.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I I like the Rams here just because I think they're humming right now. I think it'll be Jay's rhythm. I think Cooper Cup's damn near unstoppable. I think the Bucks are beat up. Uh, so like, like I they, said, I'm I super like on the fence on
0: this bet,
1: and I could have gone either way,
0: but I ended up taking Tampa and. Yeah. Not going to lie, Aaron Donald with banged-up Ryan Jensen scares the crap out of me as someone baying Tampa because the way he beat Brady, the way he beat most quarterbacks, but especially Brady, pressure because he can't really move, is pressure up the middle. Yep. Um, so we'll see. It's it's going to be a battle.
1: Good I think, pressure uh, up I think the this is going to be a really good game. The only way to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs is pressure up the middle or have Nick Falls. Throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns.
0: Yeah. But Nick Foles is not rostered by the Rams. They missed that chance. They could have traded draft picks for him, but they didn't.
1: Yeah. I don't know why you don't like give up at least like five first round picks for him. Yeah. I would, especially if I'm Philadelphia. Like, you have all these first round picks. (laughs) Like, you really think you're going to use all these first round picks that you have? Like, why not go get your Super Bowl MVP quarterback, bring him home. And maybe you would have freaking won last week, but no, instead you had to throw out Jalen Hurts trying to get trampled on by Ralph John Maryland and have to lose me my bet, even though you almost got a backdoor cover. Gardner Minshew was <laughs> covered for me, I guarantee you. Gardner Minshew probably wasn't yeah. favorite in that game.
0: Minshew's a cover machine. Cover Minshew.
1: Yeah. But, no, I, I like the Rams here. I'm not super confident. I went one in five last week, so – uh the play is probably the Buccaneers, so
0: we'll see. I think this one goes either way. This was a tough, tough read for me. Um, all right, next up, the burning question: Over under two underhand passes for Pat Mahomes?
1: Yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the over here. I think I think that defense is going to get after Pat this weekend. He's going to be he could be having flashbacks to last year's Super Bowl. Uh, if they don't get it rolling hot, hot, and early, they they might be in trouble in this one. Uh, I'm going to take. Really, them. you think you think Buffalo is going to be that good at getting pressure on them? I think they could potentially be that good. With uh, I I have two opinions about Buffalo. I think they're either going to come in here guns ablazing, and the Chiefs are going to have to keep up. Or they're going to come out deader than dog shit because they just had their biggest win in
0: 40 years. years. And the reason I ask that is because the one thing that, that the only thing that ever gives me hesitation with Buffalo is their pass rush. Um, I mean, I guess maybe their run game some, but really their pass rush is the thing that always makes me pause because they don't have they don't have a game wrecker on their roster, you know. They don't have a guy that just just destroys offensive tackles and gets to quarterbacks. Um
1: which is always my game.
0: hesitation. At Oliver? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. They have, they have a lot of guys who are good, but they don't have
1: any guys who are great on their D
0: line, but which those, is always my question with.
1: Those them. guys that are good can always pop up one or two games a year. Yeah. This- this is definitely a game where I could see them popping up.
0: Yeah, like I think the Steelers offered a, a rougher pass rush than Buffalo. Uh not as good of a secondary. The coverage will be much better, but yeah, and you the can't pass bl- rush you won't be as good.
1: And you can't you can't blitz fat Pat. If you can't get to him with four, you're in trouble. Yeah. You, you blitz fat Pat, and he'll burn you in a second. He's not as fat as he looks, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, I love I love the Chiefs. Uh, they're my second favorite team behind the Cowboys because of Fat Pat. We went to Texas Tech. We're, we're very vocal about going to Texas Tech, but I do this to win money. I don't do this to play favorites. I like the Bills this weekend. Give me the Buffalo Bills plus two and sprinkle that money line for me at plus 110. And I either win my bet or the Chiefs win, so it's Call it an emotional hedge. Call it what you want. I like the Bills in this game. I still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He should win MVP this year. And if if the Chiefs win this game, I think they go to the Super Bowl. If the Bills win this game, we might be seeing the Cincinnati Joe Burrows in the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: um, check out that
1: strength of schedule difference. On this matchup. Worst strength of the, schedule in the entire league. Which is weird because they won the division last year. Yeah.
0: Buffalo had the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Casey had the sixth hardest schedule in the NFL this year.
1: Yeah, I remember after the Chiefs started, what was it? Four and five? And, or no, uh, three and four. Yeah. And we, we were like sitting week seven, week eight. And I, I sent you a screenshot of Buffalo's schedule. And I was like, I don't know how they don't go, like, at least 13-plus wins. Yeah. And they lost to the Jaguars. They lost to – they lose to the Jets. Or are they one of the – Jets beat the
0: – They lost yeah. to Tampa, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and someone else at home. I don't remember who at home.
1: Yeah, they had some strange – Or strange uh, New England. that they, they lost that New England game. Oh, yeah, and that – Crazy, like sixty-five mile per hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mister Sunshine himself, Trevor Lawrence, down there, gonna rejuvenate the franchise. But yeah, that was a weird game. That first game with with New England, and then they went to New England and beat them. Uh, they lose to Miami in one game, or they sweep Miami. They
0: might have lost the last game of the season. No, that was that was New England, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, they lost to Jacksonville, Tampa uh, Yeah, I can't remember, but... Yeah, I, I remember looking at their schedule being like, if they don't end up the one seed, like, something's wrong. And yeah. then there was, there was a good, like, four-week stretch where you didn't even... Like, they're like... Where their offense even, broke. Yeah, and it's like, oh, they're not even going to win the division if they don't, like, do something. They're not even like going to make yeah. a freaking wild card, like... But but so with this I'll game, playing right now,
0: uh, I, I'm leaning the Bills, leaning the Bills. Um, I think this game might get bet down to a pick 'em, just because Buffalo fans are crazy. So if that happens, game. I'll probably sprinkle Casey money line just to
1: Casey at it, home right?
0: money line. I think yeah. it's great value. Um,
1: even money or even yeah. yeah. If air. this is out of
0: them I'm going to do that. But until that happens, I'm not betting the spread here. I'm just going to enjoy some great football. This is going to be a hell of a game. Um, I'm betting the over 54 and a half. Are you, are you going to make that the game over. of the year? No. I, I will never have a game of the year. We've been over Game this. of the year.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but, but so the way I see it, if Buffalo, Buffalo could get out to a lead early um, – because Casey's just been slow to start games most of this year yeah, for whatever reason. Um, And then all I think about is Pat Mahomes first year starting up against New England at Arrowhead of just shootout. I think it it might turn into one of those games.
1: That game was Um, incredible. I I still can't believe they lost that game. Yeah. (laughs) They would, they would have, Wipe the floor of Philadelphia if they would have went to the yeah. Super Bowl. um so I like the over here.
0: Ninety eight percent of the cash is on the over, so the sharps <laughs> like it too. Seventy-nine percent of the tickets are on the over. Everybody likes the over here, so maybe it, it should
1: be faded, but I'm you, taking it. <laughs> if you bet the under in this game, you're you not, just hate,
0: hate You sports. hate America.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you cannot be an American and bet the under in this game, 54 and a half of the two best young quarterbacks in the league. Like this is, this has the potential to be like Brady Manning 2.0. Yeah. Like some of the best matchups of this younger generation will ever see. Um, yeah. And if you bet the under in this, then you're, you're just a commie. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, well, we were talking about fragile fans earlier, and I have the most fragile fan coming after me. Uh, I don't even—I don't even know how this started on Twitter. Uh, he was saying something along the lines of like, "You'd be stupid to take Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen or something like that in like a redraft situation, or not even redraft." They just arguing Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, and I was like. I mean, I think Mahomes is the better quarterback, and but I think I think the Bills win this weekend. And this dude responded to me: uh, "Shout out J. James at Joshua James N.Y." He says. <clears throat> this is odd to me. This dude thinks Bills beat Chiefs Sunday at Arrowhead to go to AFC Championship, but says it doesn't matter. Pat Mahomes is still better than Josh Allen? Question mark, question mark. Can anyone explain this to me? Sounds like a defensive mechanism. I can't wrap my head around it. I hate those defensive mechanisms. I know, and I'm like, you're obviously a huge Bills fan, bro. Like, I don't know why you can't just be like, oh, man, this dude – Thinks the Bills are gonna win, like hell yeah. Like he takes it so personal that I'm like, I think the Bills win, but I would still like take Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen, which isn't even a hot take. Patrick Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls, he's won one, he has a Super Bowl MVP, he threw for 55 touchdowns in a year. Uh he won a league MVP, and you think it's just the craziest thing in the world that somebody would like that quarterback over Josh Allen. Not even to mention this this response, bro. It's like you there's 53 men on an active roster, and saying one team's gonna beat another team means that this quarterback's better than that quarterback. Like, is <laughs> the most like, and yeah. So shout out to Joshua James, like the true definition of just like an illogical fan. So you gotta love them. They're what makes sports go around. Um, had to give that that man a shout out. He's tagged me in seven different posts this week from like ESPN and like Fox Sports one about just like some random dude, like Jeff Saturday was talking like, yeah, I think, I think Josh Allen, uh, I think his ceiling is higher than Patrick Mahomes, but I think Patrick Mahomes floor is much higher than Josh Allen's floor. Like Josh Allen can do things. Patrick Mahomes can't, but he can also get you in a lot more trouble than Patrick Mahomes. And he (laughs) like tagged me in that. And I was like, okay, so like, I never, like, what are we, you're, we're not even arguing, bro. <laughs> like, this dude's still going after me, like, three days later, man. You just got to love it. You got to love it. The best fans in the world, Buffalo Bill. Find,
0: find you someone who uh, loves what? you the way that guy loves Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, find you a way, find you somebody that loves you, like Joshua James NY <laughs> loves, loves Josh Allen. And, yeah, it might be a Josh Allen burner. I really hope it is. I really hope it's <laughs> Josh Allen going after me. I was like, I don't know if I like him better than Patrick Mahomes.
0: He's using you for fuel this weekend, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's acting like the argument we're having is like, would you rather have Tom Brady or Jamarcus Russell? <laughs> like, well,
0: the answer to that's obvious.
1: Yeah. Jamarcus Russell. He's got some of the.
0: You ever seen him throw pure, from his knees?
1: Yeah. Some of the best pure athleticism we've ever seen in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> He had a better rookie season than Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning is one of the greatest ever.
0: Logic is clear to me.
1: Yeah. He had a better rookie season than Troy Aitman, and Troy Aitman won
0: three Super Bowls for Dallas. Yep. Just get him Emmitt Smith, and Marcus <laughs> Russell will do it for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> going cannons down the field. But, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. They've got a stack, a divisional round card. I'm so excited. You talked me into it. Me I'm, too. Taking, I'm taking bills and chiefs over. I didn't have it on my card. Add it to my card. <laughs> Give me five it's gonna plays. Be, it's going
0: to be a great game.
1: It's Give me be five plays on the weekend. Uh, this is, I feel like this is one of the better divisional rounds we've had in years past. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a lot better if we had Cowboys, Buccaneers, and Rams Packers, but still should be pretty good. The AFC matchups are absolutely pristine. And, can't wait to see Joe Burrow in that AFC Championship. It's gonna be incredible. Uh, can't I'll be, I will be very happy if Joe Burrow
0: pulls, the, pulls that off. Just because oh, I'd much rather watch Joe Burrow than Ryan Tannehill.
1: Imagine Joe Burrow versus either Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen in the AFC Dude. Championship. Oh man, and Jamar Chase and all those It'll other. It would be fun. It would ah, be I fun. Um, all right. Well, now that we've gone through some NFL, got some quick UFC 270 action coming at you this weekend. Uh, I'm pretty sure since I started posting UFC lines on Twitter, I'm up like 27 units. So yeah, if you're not following our Twitter on fight nights, then you're just burning money. you're basically. missing out. Um, But I thought I was really going to like this card and the more I dive into it, uh, don't really see a whole lot of value here. Um, I think a lot of the favorites are going to be the right play this weekend. And I usually try to find value either in over and under totals, uh, underdogs that probably they deserve to be the underdog, but they're getting way too much disrespect. Uh, because UFC it's, it's a strange sport, uh, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll be, as I'm watching the fights, like trends happen. So if there's a bunch of knockouts early, usually those knockouts will continue throughout the night. So if you're watching and you have three straight knockouts in the first round, start betting unders. And we did out when I was visiting Quentin a couple of months back, uh, we, we hit what seven straight unders all plus money. Yeah. All yeah.
0: plus
1: money. Like, like, it's just trendy and if 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 things start going to decisions early start betting on decisions if stuff like that like it's so weird how how it trends because it's such a like just up and down sport but uh don't not a whole lot of value this weekend but uh some picks i really 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 like um so in the in the main event you have cyril gone Who's one of the most impressive heavyweights we've ever seen going against Francis Ngannou, who's the scariest man on the p- planet. He's He's got one-punch knockout power like that UFC has never seen. It's him and Derek Lewis, and he is 17 times the athlete of Derek Lewis. Francis Ngannou is the champion. Cyril Gannou is the interim champion right now. Francis Ngannou is plus 115, okay? And Cyril Gannou 145. I don't know who's going to win this fight, but if you give me Francis Ngannou at plus money, you have to take it. You have to take it. And on top of that, you have the total on this one. Uh, total in on this fight at two and a half. It's a heavyweight fight. Heavyweight fights when you have a heavy striker versus a guy that likes to wrestle. It's always good if you're going to bet on Francis Ngannou. Just parlay it with the under. That's plus three hundred one. If Francis Ngannou wins, the under will hit. So you might as well parlay that up, get plus 300, taking Francis Ngannou, plus the under two and a half. I'm taking both those individually, but I'm also taking that in a parlay at 301. And then in the co-main event, you have Devison Figueroa. I don't know how to say his last name, versus Brandon Marino. Brandon Marino in this first fight, Was a huge underdog. He was plus 400. I hit on that fight. It was incredible. He got the rear naked choke on him. And usually when you have a heavy, heavy underdog win the belt in the rematch, the dude who was the heavy underdog in the championship rematch wins again. I don't know what the percentage is on it, but I feel like in recent history, every time it happens, they win again. He's minus 180 in this fight. I, I like I like the value here. I'm taking Brendan Moreno and the command event at minus one eighty. And those are really my three plays um I really like. And then if you want a little bit of value, Cody Stammon is fighting Saeed Ner medoff Um it's I mean any Nurmagomedov is uh they just smother you on the ground. He's minus 195. If you want to take Cody statement here at plus 160, I really like him. I, I just – that whole family is just – they fight bears and shit. So they're, they're really hard to beat. Uh, but if you think something crazy could happen, you could take the under two and a half rounds on that. So you're basically saying it's not going to go to decision for plus 230. I like it there. I think Madoff can make him tap uh and cody stamen has got the kind of one punch power that can knock you out um so and he's not could like nobody's could so like he's very good as his cousin he's very good like his cousin but he's not as good as his cousin so uh i like the under in that one and if you want to juice it up a little bit you can take uh cody Stamen money line at plus 160 and outside of outside of that fight uh not a whole lot of value i see but if i see trends start to happen i'll probably post something on twitter like a lot of knockouts are gonna start taking unders or everything's going to decision start taking overs either way um should be a good card but like i said i just don't see a whole lot of value in it so that's what i got for ufc to anyone who followed the nba model tonight
0: i apologize (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and to the guy on reddit that said i faded your model and won money very good we encourage you to win money no matter what so if that yeah. means fading us and you win your money, Rocket. we're just as proud as we're just as proud of you than if you would have said you followed our picks and won money as long as you're winning money and we assisted in that in some way you're welcome and give us some of that money yeah because we need it so yeah please do Please give, um, please give us your money. You can donate to us any way you hey, want.
0: If fading the model makes you money, it means the model's working. Just not the way I thought I thought it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but Bert, don't uh,
0: no, the tonight I, I just checked it. Probably the worst night of the season for the NBA model. Hell it's yeah. been consistent all year at like it's 500 riding, or better.
1: It's been riding around right about 60, 55 to 60%, I feel like. Yeah.
0: And not tonight. One in five. Just hey,
1: That's what I did last week. What? That's what I did last week. In the oh,
0: week. yeah. On college, it's doing okay. It's two and two so far on college.
1: It's a point trend. Speaking of but, college, let's go, Texas Tech. Yeah. Beat the, beat the brakes off of uh, Iowa State, or not Iowa State, or was it Iowa State last night? It was. Okay. I, I get Iowa State, Kansas State mixed up all the time They yeah. both have, eight. but um, yeah beat the brakes off them last time we lost by two points we only had seven players it's crazy what happens when you have more than seven players on your team um, probably should have beat them by 20 I think we ended up beating them by like 16 either way Texas Tech's a wagon right now love this yeah, team they are. Uh, I'm so excited uh, I'm best so defense excited in the country that. best defense in the country under totals for Texas Tech games I think are hitting it like 78% this year. Uh, They missed the under by like three points this last game. And there was nine points in the last 30 seconds. So uh, that usually doesn't happen. Uh, I didn't take the under just because I thought tech would uh, score about what they did. And then Kansas state or Iowa state passed that 60 mark right at the end of the game. But Yeah, if you're looking for uh, some easy winners, uh, look at Texas Tech Unders in basketball because they're always hovering about 128 to 132, and I think they're averaging rather like 118, 122 all year, hitting that under of about six points every game. So definitely some value there. Um, Win you some money if, if you like winning money, and if you don't, just don't do it. All right, let's, let's roll into our Reddit Thread of the
0: Week. So this one is brought to you by user Quanto123, who is unfortunately a Packers fan. Oh. But this Packers fan might be a genius. Why don't defensive linemen line up backwards and backpedal rush the quarterback? The defensive lineman would be completely unblockable due to the block in the back rule as they are only showing their back to the O-line. Because of this, they would have a free rush on the quarterback and the O-line could only block them towards the quarterback as that is where their chests are facing. This seems pretty foolproof to me, and I don't understand why teams have never tried this.
1: So I don't know if you know the answer to this. I know the answer to this because I played O-line. You can definitely block in the back inside the tackle box. (laughs) I know you can, not but I just oh, thought sure, this I was hysterical. Okay, good. I was, like, uh, I was making sure you knew that before we, but yeah, I just this was funny.
0: utterly hilarious. Yeah, yeah, not, maybe not so genius. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that's, that's like the dude saying, uh, "If you're the Golden State Warriors, why don't you just build a barrier around Steph Curry and just let him shoot open threes all the game?" <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the first response they got a kick out of was just. What a day to be literate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's for you.
0: Um, Another one. I'd simply create an entire uniform out of face masks. So you get a 15-yard penalty any time you try to tackle my QB.
1: Or, yeah, or just put, the, put them all on your defensive player, and you get hands or hands to the face mask every time.
0: Well, so this one reminded me of something. There was actually an attempt to do something like this way, way back. Like before the NFL, in uh, in college football, where a team sewed literal like cutouts of footballs onto the uniforms of every player, so every player looked like they had a football that they were carrying, and they sewed a pocket in the running backs so that he could just tuck the football in the pocket. And everyone just ran around like they had the football.
1: So in my <laughs> in my flag football league when I was like in first grade, the team we played in the championship, like we're in first grade. Like we don't even understand the concept of forward pass. And the team we're playing, every like some mom sews like footballs like on all of their shirts in the front to make it all look like and they're running like reverses and play action and shit on like we're first fucking great like we don't know what's going on we get we get smoked we lose about like 35 points uh like yeah i just yeah you said that and just brought it up because i remember like yeah because like every time like every single player would act like they're taking a handoff and just like almost like put their like head down and run. And, like, we were all so stupid. Like, we didn't know what was going on. Like, there was, like, four touchdowns they scored where they were just untouched because, like, nobody knew what was going on. So, that was a uh, Pop Warner special. The
0: Pop Warner did that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, literally, that was the coach who did it. It was Pop Warner.
1: (laughs) Oh, very good.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, This last response seemed like actually it might happen. This is the type of thing Belichick would try on a third and long during garbage time against the Jets.
1: Now, this is something. Which, this is I can see. That, this is something that Mike Vrabel would do against Bill Belichick in third and long. <laughs> yeah, in the NF or in the AFC Championship, in the AFC Championship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's your Reddit thread of the week. Football has been solved. Just.
1: Rush your D lineman
0: backwards.
1: Yeah. All you genius Packer fans out there just give <laughs> us any any other good tips. Like, oh, why don't you just draft Aaron Rodgers at 22nd overall when he should have been the first round, like first overall pick? Like, look how smart we are. Douchebags. Douchebags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, <laughs> I hate that right. so much.
0: Man, I'm excited for this slate.
1: I'm very excited. It's gonna be some excited. good football. Excited for Joe Burrow. Excited to watch Mahomes. Okay guy. Uh, <laughs> excited to watch. <laughs> always excited to watch Josh Allen. Josh Allen versus Mahomes should be all electric. Yeah. Uh, last game. I'm I'm so glad that's the last game of the weekend because it gives you something to look forward to all weekend. So no matter what happens before that, you you have that to look forward to. So yeah. If it was the first game and then we have to like Dread watching the Packers just beat the Ducks out of know, the 49ers on Sunday night. That would suck. Wait, didn't didn't the Bills play Casey in the playoffs
0: last year? Is that the game where Josh Allen had like it did nothing but throw all first half and they didn't run the ball at all?
1: Yeah, they got smoked, I think. I yeah. don't know or I don't know if they got smoked. They lost pretty badly though. It wasn't good. It wasn't good no. at all.
0: Well, I've hopefully that's not the play. case
1: this time because I need the over. yeah uh i love the over let's let's get that over home baby game of the year (laughs) you said it not me well no it is the game of the year all right not not heading wise can we get a graphic for for that cupcake game of the year (laughs) no it is i think i think that's going to be our super bowl winner whoever wins that game i do too Unless, unless, since he beats the Titans and the Bills win, since he's If beats Joe, if Joe, if Joe Burrow
0: goes in a run, there's no telling. But
1: yeah, I just as long as it's not the Packers, uh, I, I mean, I'm fine seeing the Rams. I'm fine seeing the Bucks. Uh, I don't want to see the 49ers, but I live with it, dude. But if if the
0: Rams beat the Bucks, I think it's going to be the Packers there. I think so too. Like, the, bu- the Bucks will take out the Packers. I don't know about the Rams. Yeah. Well, Detroit Matt's got a lot of demons at Lambeau Field. You got to exercise the demons, though.
1: <laughs> By demons, I mean referees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a whole lot of good luck there with the referees, that's for sure. But nobody yeah. does. That's true. That's but true. I think that's going to wrap us up for this week, unless you got anything else. Nope, that's all I got. Thanks all for right. listening. Thanks for listening. Go to manscaped.com, use shaving points code 20% off, free shipping anywhere in the world. Hook it up for the boys one time. And remember, whatever you do, don't sleep on the lions. Adios. you,
0: hey, Aaron Rodgers.